members only podcast episodes. It's me, your host, Kylie, and I'm so excited to have you here. These members only episodes are strictly for those of you who want more of the fray. I'm talking more conversations, more reflections, more insight, more Q&A. I'm thrilled to have you here. Let's dive into it. Welcome to today's podcast episode. If you haven't yet listened to the first part of this conversation with Talia Del Joux on the main Frey feed, make sure you do. Do yourself a favor, listen to that episode first, because this episode, this bonus one is a really nice flow on from that first episode. If you have listened to it, you will know Talia Del Joux is a transformational life coach. She's just like a breath of fresh air and I loved chatting with her. Talia has a master's degree in positive organizational psychology and she loves to help people learn about their own core wounds, core beliefs and to really heal their own inner child. After speaking with Talia, I had so many takeaways myself. And like I said, I just really thoroughly enjoyed chatting with her on these topics because they're big and they're deep, but they're important. And it can make such a difference in your life if you really do get curious about this stuff. And so this episode today with Talia is about fulfillment. You know, what What does being fulfilled even mean? What does it look like? How does it feel? What does finding your purpose mean? And where does passion come into life for you? These are all things that I think as women, we know that they are nice to have, but they get lost sometimes in the minutiae of the everyday life. But this conversation with Talia, I think will encourage you and inspire you to actually define what those things mean to you and to feel really good about where you are in life and to make sure you're in the driver's seat of your own life because it's just this one one important life that we get. So without further waffling from yours truly, let's get into this bonus episode with Talia Del Joux. Um, but while I have you, I thought maybe we could shift gears and also chat a little bit about passion and fulfillment because I know that you are a transformational life coach. Mm -hmm. So I would love to know, how can we uncover our passions? Oh, so I'm going to answer that question with a question. (laughs) What do you mean when you say passion? I think for a lot of people, and I'm going to speak on behalf of a lot of our listeners, and I am going to be general here, I'm going to generalize our listenership, but I think our main listeners are women, likely in their 30s, some have children, some don't, some work, some are stay-at-home parents, but I think a lot of people get kind of caught up in the the Groundhog Mm Day-ness of life getting caught up in the grind, getting caught up in the doing. And I think it's a really common story as well that so many women lose touch with fun. We don't have hobbies because we're too busy doing everything that is required to be an adult, whether we're caring for children or not. A -hmm. lot of us are so deep in life admin and just getting through the day that we might get to a point in our life when we're like, I do not even know what I love to do anymore. I don't know 
what lights me up. I don't know what fun is. I don't know what I enjoy. And so I guess I'm asking that question of how can we uncover our passions through Mm -hmm. that lens, through the lens of the everyday woman who is just so busy carrying the domestic load (laughs) um, that she's forgotten. She's forgotten or perhaps she never knew. Yeah. Well, the first thing I would say to her or to you, whoever's listening, if you're feeling that way, it makes sense that you've forgotten. Like it makes sense that you're in a place where you don't know and you've lost touch. Like that makes sense to me (laughs) that that's where we land and that's where we get to sometimes in life. And so, you know, before we jump into like solving the problem in a way, it's important that you validate for yourself and that we validate for ourselves that feeling of not knowing and feeling lost. And I've lost connection. I just don't know. It's like, it's, that's, it's okay that you're there. It doesn't mean something's wrong. It doesn't mean you've been doing something wrong. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything about you. It's just a symptom of, of a lifestyle. And it's, it's okay. It's okay to be here. Um, the other, I guess, response to this is going to be more in, and this comes from a book that I recently read called choose wonder over worry. And it's so funny that this is coming up because I, I was recently speaking to my mom who is such a reason for why I do the work that I do today and for my purpose as a life coach and in the inner child work. And she recently kind of had a big breakdown and just saying exactly what you're saying. I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I want. And the invitation to her and to anyone who feels the same way is to be, to, to phrase it as a question, right? If we can be in the question of, I wonder, like, what do I enjoy? Then all you have to do is try things and answer the question. And I don't mean to like simplify it because I know it can feel so big and heavy, but it's, it's like, well, if you don't know, then go find out, set aside. And I know time is a thing and it's hard with the schedules and the priorities and the competing priorities and everyone else who needs things from you. But in so many ways, this is an opportunity to also communicate a need and set a boundary with your kids, with your family, with your partner and say, hey, I need an hour once a month, once a week, once a day, whatever is feasible to do nothing is actually where I would start with people before going out and exploring an hour to do absolutely nothing. There are going to be so many people who are like, I can't do nothing for an hour, but I so get what you're saying. Yeah. And, and so, and there are so many reasons why I'm saying that the value in doing nothing is because before anything else, we have to create mental space. We have to create space mentally to even begin to explore, right? In that silence, in that sitting and doing nothing is when 30 minutes in, 10 minutes in, 59 minutes into the hour, you'll randomly have an idea that you would not have had if you had been busy doing things, doing the laundry, taking the kids to school, going to work, like whatever the busyness is, when you shut yourself off from the busyness and give yourself 
space as terrifying and as daunting as I know this feels for most people, can you just be open to seeing what happens? Just be open. Instead of assuming it's not going to do anything, try it and then and then let me know. <laughs> you know? I love that advice because it kind of, I think, sometimes, you know, I'll speak for myself, sometimes in the past where I felt like, oh, I'm lacking that bit of passion or zest or interest or hobbies or whatever it is, it kind of becomes another mental tab that I then carry around and there's a bit of guilt yeah. surrounding it and it's like, oh, far out, that's something else I have to do, you know, mm-hmm. and even going and experimenting and trying out and seeing what I like, that's Feels still something. Yes, it feels like work. So I so love this advice to sit in some time, sit in doing nothing for yourself. And I love this advice because I know it's true. I know that any good idea I've ever had hasn't come to me while I'm listening to a podcast, you know, necessarily, or while I'm doing a million things or I'm at a social event. Like any good idea I've ever had is when I can get quiet with myself and see what drops in. So totally. I love I love that as a place to start for our listeners. Schedule some nothing time. Nothing time, rest time, downtime, quiet time. And I I don't know, I feel like for anyone who's like rolling their eyes, you know, I t- I used to roll my eyes at this kind of advice cuz it's like really you're going to tell me to sit and do nothing and it's like just try it. I promise you. <laughs> right? Like it's like it's so it can be so over I don't know, like make a gratitude list. Like there's so many tips and tricks out there that are just like, okay, is that really going to do something? Well, why don't you try it and see what it does for you? And so, yes, there's so much value in that. And, and notice like the minute you thought you start thinking about doing it, what are the voices? Make the map, the guilt, the, I'm just going to make me a bad mom. My partner's not going to be happy with me. It's not going to do anything. I have to be productive. Like that resistance in itself, the hesitation immediately to taking time away and withdrawing is very insightful in terms of which parts of you need attention and and who, who's really like struggling on the inside. Yes. What are the roadblocks? What are the things that are stopping you from actually uncovering the things that you might enjoy again? Yeah. Yeah. Take yourself to do you, this is might be a silly question. Do you have Target in Australia? We have Target. Okay. We have Target. Okay. <laughs> but for our, for our listeners, I think a lot of them will like convert this to Kmart. Kmart is kind of the place where a lot of us go when we don't know what else to do with our life. Okay, there we go. So I took myself to Target uh, about a month at the start of the, doing the artist's way for my artist dates. And I had the best time of my life. I gave myself a budget. Said you're going to go if you were to if you were to pretend you were your 5-year-old 10-year 10-year-old self and go on a shopping spree at Target. What would you be drawn to? The things that I came home with, I was like what? Like the coloring books and the hula hoop and the rollerblades and the slime and the silly putty and the like sticker books and in the pretty colored pens. And it was like all these things that did once bring me a lot of joy actually. And there comes a point, I don't know when it's, it's probably different for everyone, but there comes a point where it's like, no, we don't, we can't be kids anymore. We don't have time for the coloring books anymore. Like 
we just decide that we have to be grownups and we stop making room for those things. And there was something so liberating in letting myself go to Target and buy a bunch of nonsense that actually made me so happy. And, and I'd also recommend the artist way now that we've talked about it a couple times, it's such a beautiful way to really get back in touch with the things that, that, you know, if you had the time, what are five things you would do? If you had the money, what are five things you would do? What are five things that make you jealous that you see other people do? Like just the questions that she presents in her book can also very quickly bring up answers that you'd be surprised are right there when you have the opportunity to answer them. It's so funny that you bring up The Artist's Way and Julia Cameron because I've had that book for years. I did it years ago, but just recently, like two weekends ago, I dusted it off because we were going on a long drive and I thought I'm going to just flick back through it because it's a very digestible book. It's a very easy book to read, to understand and to put into practice, as you said, because they're the questions, the prompts that are asked of you, the, the the answers are there just below the surface. Yeah. And it's so funny that you've brought up the artist's way because it's on my bedside table at the minute. Um, and yeah, I would recommend that for our listeners as well as a way to reframe what is creativity and mm-hmm. to get in touch with it. And I love how Julia Cameron talks about spirituality or God. And she says, God is good orderly direction. And it's like, we all need God in our lives. We all need good orderly direction that can come from within. And she really has crafted a great book to allow people to do that. Yeah. And to access the part of you, I find so many parallels between her work and accessing creativity and accessing your inner child. Cause I do believe that your inner child is the part of you that holds that creativity. And so that's also a great place to start. Flip through the book, pull out some prompts, see where you land and, and start answering some questions and be in the exploration and let yourself let yourself not know what brings you joy. Let yourself be in that chapter of your life. What would you say to someone who is struggling with feeling like they don't have a sense of purpose or a sense of fulfillment? Hmm. Purpose is a tricky thing. <laughs> um, I think we are we somehow one day we're told that we had to go find one. And everyone, <laughs> everyone else has one. But what is it? Like, what is, what is it? It's so true. There's, I think so much pressure on us to be like, find your purpose, find your passion, and then go and make a lifestyle around it. You know, yeah. go and make a living off that purpose. Yes. You know, and, and then you're truly alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the pressure. Yeah. Nine, nine times out of 10, when people come to me for coaching and not so much anymore because my messaging and my direction has shifted a lot more into inner child work and healing work. But for a while it was all around career direction, life direction, purpose, uh, your kind of like next professional step. And everybody came to me saying, I want to find my purpose. And my first question back to them was twofold. One was, what does that mean? What are you actually wanting to like, what is that thing? The P word, right? And then my other question to them was, when you think about needing to find your purpose or when you think about not having found it, like, does it, does that concept, does that work for you? Does it feel good? Does it feel good to you? Does it work for you to think about this? Or is it just making life 10 times harder? 
And everyone says, yeah, it's not working for me. I just thought I had, I just thought I had to find it or figure it out. When you can relieve yourself or somebody else of the pressure to find their purpose and when you can illuminate to them that it doesn't actually mean anything, they're like, oh, thanks for that permission. I can actually go live my life now. It's so interesting how that works. But and at the same time, like, yes, having a sense of direction and accomplishment and achievement and something to engage with on a day to day basis is very much important to our sense of overall well-being and happiness day-to-day. Research shows it. My master's degree is in positive psychology. There is all this research around, you know, what we actually need and what contributes truly to a sense of deeper fulfillment. And it's not a purpose. It's not money. It's relationships. It's, there's the, it's called the theory of flourishing. So we've got the five pillars to a happy life. Number one is positive emotion. So how, how, how are you feeling day to day and how can you create room for things that bring you joy? And if that feels like too much pressure, like what do you like to do? Like, how do you like, what makes you feel good? Right. Um, the second is engagement, engagement being of the skills and talents and gifts that you have in what ways can you offer them and what ways can you share them in what ways can you get into what we call a state of flow where you're totally absorbed in the thing you're doing and time is passing quickly and it's intrinsically motivating. And, and then number three, I mentioned earlier, are the relationships who are the people that you're surrounding yourself with, which could be a totally separate podcast conversation. Um, the fourth is meaning. What is the meaning you are making of the things that are happening in your life? And number five is accomplishment, feeling like you're moving forward in some way every day and, to that, I would say what's important is to understand what you, like, what are you counting as progress? What are you making? What are you letting, what are you letting be a win in a day? How are you defining a day as a good day? I yeah. love, I love that. Thank you for sharing those rules. And as I was listening to you speak there, Talia, I was thinking so much of it is just a definition problem, right? So and I've, much. Yeah. I've spoken about this so many times before about how often we feel like we're failing or we're behind or we're unsuccessful because mm-hmm. we have this either conscious or subconscious belief about what successful is. But if yeah. you actually just pause and redefine what is success for me today, yes. what's my, what are my small wins today? Yes. It can change how you feel in terms of feeling more fulfilled because you've redefined, you've moved the goalposts, you've put them somewhere that's reachable. Yeah. And and I love that you spoke about just doing things that you like every day. We can get so caught up on the big stuff of like, oh, what's your life's purpose? Or what's the next big grand thing that you're going to do that we overlook the power of improving the everyday. And if we can improve the everyday, we do end up improving our whole life because our oh, life nice. is just the sum of our days. And so much of that is in like, you've got to give yourself permission to feel good too. permission to feel good, permission to have the things that make you feel good in the smallest of ways, like in the cup of coffee you make in the morning, in the, in the song that you play when you're in the shower and the, and these things don't necessarily require time. Cause I also know time for a lot of people is, 
an excuse. <laughs> um, and when I say excuse, like uh, sometimes it's an excuse. Other times it's like a very real, like there are only so many hours in the day. So I get that. So find ways to infuse joy or interest or love or whatever it is into the things you're already doing. Buy the really nice pair of pajamas just so that you can feel a little extra good in them. Like in those smallest of ways, they really can make such a difference because with every choice, you're affirming and sending a message to yourself that me feeling good matters and I get to make myself feel good now. I don't have to wait to feel good. I don't have to wait to have a really meaningful, purposeful job figured out to feel good. I don't have to wait for anything else to happen. I can make myself feel good with every choice that I make, or at least one choice a day that's self-serving and that's self-fulfilling and that's self, like self-nurturing. There's no reason not to be able to do that. Such great advice. Talia, where can our listeners hear more from you? Where can they connect with you? Yes. Instagram is the only place you can find me. (laughs) You're not on TikTok? I I can't. I cannot do it. I have not downloaded to, I just, yeah, I'm on Instagram. I pour everything into Instagram. It's my favorite place to engage and create content and connect with people and So please do say hello on Instagram. Uh, Please do download the five-day challenge and explore and see what's there for you. And thank you for all your questions. Thank you for the time. Thank you for sharing your platform with me and bringing me on to have this conversation. You clearly have done so much work in this space yourself. So I'm sure you had a lot more. You could have, I'm like, I just want to learn from you. (laughs) I so appreciated it though. Thank you. Thank you so much. I will make sure we have the link for your five-day inner child challenge in our show notes. We also have your Instagram handle so people can very easily locate you. They can click follow. You are a breath of fresh air. I love following you on Instagram. It's great to have you in my feed and it's been such a pleasure to have you here with me today. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to another members only episode. I'm genuinely thrilled that you are here and I want you over on my close friends list as well. If you're not currently on the close friends list on Instagram, you could be missing out. To get on the list, simply head over to our Frey Instagram account, which you can find by typing in at the Frey underscore, slide into our DMs with a screenshot of your membership and we'll get you on that close friends list ASAP. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.